Hi, this is Nermeen. Welcome to Hello Ada, a one-stop destination for parents to explore all the cool resources for getting their daughters more intrigued about technology. Today's guest is Martin Exner, an IT didactic consultant at Future Classroom Lab, the initiator behind Coding Pirates and Coding Class, and the co-host of the podcast, The Cryptographers. Coding Pirates is an organization that teaches kids to code and be IT creative through interactive workshops. Two hours a week, kids can go to Coding Pirates to explore their invention drive, creative skills, and let them produce their own computer games, software programs, robots, and electronics. Coding Pirates now has 100 departments all over the country and is an overgrowing institution with about 1,000 volunteers and hosts a great IT didactic network. I am interviewing Martin today to hear more about Coding Pirates, why we need more girls in technology, and how parents can engage with this mission through Coding Pirates, for example. Thank you so much for making time for me, Martin. I'm going to just jump straight into it and ask you, why do you think less women choose STEM-related education and jobs? Uh, I think it relates to stereotypes and history. If you focus on technology, I think it's definitely due to the to the media. Uh, for instance, uh, NASA, when they launched uh, the moon lander, there were so many female coders. And somehow, during the next couple of uh, decades, they all sort of disappeared. And in the meantime, we had Hollywood making movies with action heroes, Terminator, all that kind of stuff. And under the Christmas tree, of course, there was action heroes. Uh, so I think that combined also made the stereotype more, you know, binary. So it suddenly became a boy thing to do tech. And that I think is, of course, very unfortunate. But uh, yeah, I think history plays a, a huge role in that. Have you noticed the lack of women in your STEM career yourself? Absolutely. In my STEM career, which is in the field of technology and education, we have, of course, multiple uh, volunteers. Th those that are in Coding Pirates are volunteers, and we have a lot of female volunteers, but still more male volunteers. And if the volunteers also are supposed to act as role models, and of course, I think they, they are role models, we need more. And there are not this the same level of female role models as male, male volunteers and sort of role models, but it's hard to maybe for girls to reflect themselves in maybe somebody like me <laughs> for various reasons. But of course, we lack female role models in my field, absolutely. Even though that my field is also the education part of tech, And education historically has a bigger percentage of female than male participants. So even though in that field, there's still unbalanced gender. So on your website, you described a volunteer association, Coding Pirates, as a place where children can help develop their IT skills and become creators of IT instead of merely consumers. Hmm. Why do you think we have become merely consumers of IT and What do you think parents' role is in elaborating these skills in children? I think that the reason uh, why we are becoming more uh, consumers than producers and designers of IT is because it's convenient. If you look at new, newly developed tech, it's getting more and more you know, intuitive, like, for instance, tablets and smartphones and stuff like that. You get more and more closed 
out from what's underneath the hood. So you're not able to to know what the hardware there is in an iPad. It's more and more difficult to know where you put your files on an iPad. So you, you kind of search them instead of, you know, look for them in a systematic way. So uh, it's convenient because it's faster just to you want tech to work instantly. So uh, that's, of course, I think reason number one. But it's an unfortunate thing because in the meantime, you get pushed more and more away from knowing what's underneath, knowing how to do these things yourself, how to design these things yourself, because you are too far from the hardware and too far from understanding it. You can uh, parallel it to a car. If you're a car mechanic, you know which parts are which part, and you can assembly and disassemble your car. Except for now, if you have a new car, uh, the car mechanic just put in a USB stick or even hook up using Bluetooth or whatever, and they... The car itself diagnostics what's the problem. So even a car mechanic is pushed away from the car, understanding the car. And I think that's every field of uh, technology. So if you want to design technology, you have to take a deeper layer and peel it off now than you had to do maybe 20 or 30 years ago. So unfortunately, the intuition that we want into technology makes it more exclusive to be the designer. So fewer and fewer people are designing technology. And that's a democratic problem, I think. And what is your recommendation for parents knowing yeah. that these patterns are coming up and how can mm -hmm. they help their children develop these IT skills and become designers and producers instead of becoming merely consumers? Yeah. Well, uh, you can uh, sign up for Coding Pirates, of course. <laughs> that would be the my first answer, but there's, of course, many other ways to do so. Actually, I believe that creativity is a skill that doesn't have a field. It's a general skill. So if you are creative in one field, you will also you know, be able to transpone it to another field. For instance, I was uh, doing a lot of music and composing music for myself. I didn't want anyone to listen to it. I just did it for myself. And uh, I loved just sitting and composing and uh, using my music software to put layer on layer and stuff like that. And then I stopped. Uh, I had kids and then I didn't have the time. And then I just stopped like from one day to another. But then I started doing something else in a creative way. So in that way, it just became one creativity transferred into another field. And in this relation, it was coding. And I think that's the same relating to uh, girls and boys and whatever they do. Girls, for instance, if they're good at drawing, creating videos, creating stories, whatever. I mean, that is a creative skill that you can take and take to another level and to another field. So it's, uh, it's a matter of for a parent not to uh, go into these stereotypes and uh, just not enhance that story that coding and technology is for boys, because that's definitely not true. But taking that creative skill into another world. My daughter, for instance, she's 10. She loves playing Roblox and she by herself discovered Roblox Studio, which is the part of Roblox where you can create your own Roblox games. And even though Roblox Studio is too difficult for her to manage and master, 
they use a coding language called Lua, which is kind of uh, tough. <laughs> she still could take this 3D world of a game and remakes it and take some active teleportation blocks and copy them and place them in another place and make her own games because of the world of Roblox, which is something that she feels safe and home in. So there's a lot of paths that you can draw from things that you are interested in and take it to another uh, technology and another field. And uh, you should, of course, discover all these things. And that's difficult because if you are a parent, you don't know what Maybe you do, but many parents don't know what kind of technologies there are to be creative using technology in coding and stuff like that. And that's something that you can discover in, for instance, Coding Pirates. If you sign up as a volunteer, that's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> yes, I completely agree with you. Okay, but so going back to what can parents do with mm -hmm. uh, daughters, but also obviously sons, but... How can they engage with coding pirates and kind of stimulate these creative bones that they don't necessarily know that they have? Yeah, well, um, I should also say that in coding pirates, we also have this issue of too few girls, too many boys, or you cannot say too many boys, but just too few girls. And in coding pirates, there's typically maybe 25 or 30 kids attending. And in a typical coding pirates chapter, there's two or three girls maybe. And that's definitely too few. And if there are two or three girls, they will stop again after one season because they are not enough to have a community or to, you know, have something social together. So what we do, we actually over-empathize that. So we invite more girls than boys and make sure that there are multiple girls and they are enough to have something together and have fun together. So in my chapter, Coding Pirates Fellow, we took four girls that were not attending Coding Pirates, but they were creative. And we wanted to ask them what their interests were and find out what they found interesting and how we could maybe take that into a Coding Pirates area. And uh, they said uh, they wanted to do something with movies and movie effects. They wanted to make interactive homes for their pets. They wanted to 3D print dollhouse furnitures and they wanted to make tiny smart robot uh, houses and stuff like that. So we changed our workshop concept into instead of saying, okay, this workshop is electronics, this workshop is Python, this workshop is uh, 3D printing and stuff like that. And then we said, this workshop is the big adventure of Elisa or whatever we wanted to call her. And, and we wanted to build Elisa's home. So it, we uh, renamed the workshop to a narration instead of the technology. And of course we uh, did more than that, but we um, kind of invented five new workshops that we knew that these kids wanted to attend. And then we went from about 8% female attendancy to 42% in uh, one and a half year. And we renamed the concept instead of coding pirates, it's called magic pirates. And that was uh, an idea from one of the girls. So it's magic pirates as part of coding pirates. They also made their own uh, mascot because coding pirates has a, a mascot called Captain Hack, which is a boy. Um, and they made a girl called Pirata, which is a female pirate, of course. and. Stuff that I didn't think of when I started Coding Pirates back in 2013. So the bigger solution was just ask the girls, <laughs> listen to them, 
and then of course it's much easier to know what they what they want in this area that's super cool and so um if you are a parent that is interested in signing your kid up for coding pirates yeah. how does it work how often does it work and how do you get started it's once a week Every chapter is once a week. So it's like attending, I don't know, dance or chess or soccer or whatever you attend in your spare time. Typically it's uh, from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., but it varies from place to place. And it's uh, very easy to sign up, except for in the Copenhagen area, there's a waiting list. So uh, you go to members.codingpirates.dk and sign up. But as I explained earlier, we do over-empathize girls on the waiting list so we're really eager to get the girls into the clubs because it's a self-enhancing effect it gives and i think you have to do that to get the balance or else you'll never get the balance so um yeah it's pretty easy perfect i will share it as a roundup question if you could in your own words explain why do you think it's important to have the female perspective in technology and especially in leading technologies like artificial intelligence metaverse robotics, et cetera. Mm. Yeah. Well, first of all, I would be very careful to say that what, a female perspective is one thing and a male perspective is another thing because I believe that it's more diverse. And, and of course, if you take all girls, they maybe percentage-wise look at things in one way and all boys do percentage-wise something else. But I think, of course, we need all perspectives and, and especially in AI. If you don't take AI seriously and don't look at it in every way you can, there's so many Black Mirror episodes and you can watch and see what could happen if you don't do that. Perfect. Thank you for joining You're us. Welcome. And thank you for inviting me. Thanks for tuning in. For the next two months, I will share cool resources showing kids the whimsical world of technology and ask you parents to please engage with the mission. If you want to make a breakthrough and involve more young girls in the technological innovations of the future, then the conversations need to start at home in the living rooms and continue at a school bench. Stay tuned for Hello Ada's mini podcast series every Wednesday morning.